This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Stay connected with the latest news across your world. Power 98.7. Now we're talking. It's 20 minutes past. Zimbabwean media reform activist and branding expert Dr. Tobani Moyo is currently the regional director of the Media Institute of Southern Africa, MISA, and a member of the African Freedom of Expression Exchange, the AFX. Uh, and we're going to be talking, of course, to him about recent arrests, assaults, and harassment of journalists in Zimbabwe and also in Southern Africa. Media advocacy groups and practitioners in Zimbabwe and the region have expressed concern over the growing number of attacks on journalists. Also, just you find them ahead of crucial elections, and Zimbabwe is heading through a crucial election. So, yes, let us bring Dr. Tabani Moyo into the conversation. Dr. Tabani Moyo, welcome, sir, and how are you? Oh, thank you. Thank you for, for the opportunity. We are hanging in there as the country drifts towards the elections, but we appreciate the opportunity to be part of this thinking community which Power FM represents. Ah, thank you so much. Uh, Dr. Dr. Moyo, first, first question. Congratulations, firstly, and I, and I think it's a, it's a, it's a, um, uh, um, uh, um, a re-election as convener? Oh, yes. It's a, it's a re-election in the Global Council, but, uh, uh, election for the first time or as the convener, uh, making me the head South Sub-Saharan African uh, convener for the Global Network, uh, which is based in Toronto, Canada, IFEX. Um, and uh, it's it's really an honor, and thank you for the uh, congratulatory message. No, it's an it's an honor also to be talking to you, and and and, and congratulations on 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 the achievement, uh, and and representing also you know a, 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 the, the the continent and a part of the continent uh, in 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 such an important body as well, Doctor. Let's let's start with. Um, let's let's just start with Zimbabwe in essence, um, and and before. This particular interview, I was looking at particular instances of of you know intimidation and violence against journalists and 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 journalists being charged, and and I was looking at the year 2022, uh, which was of course just last year, and that year particularly stood out for me for the number of events that that happened. I mean, uh, blessed Mflanga um, and and is it Chingeto Chidi? Uh, from yeah. the Alpha Media Holdings Group, you also also 2022 you had the Newsday two journalists there uh, charged for you know the Cyber and Data Protection Act uh, that came within you know the COVID uh, time for false data messages. Uh, you had the editor there, uh, Wisdom, and you also had the reporter there, Desmond, uh, being charged. You also had in 2022 Jeffrey Moyo for uh, representing the New York Times in Zimbabwe, uh, who was arrested in 2021. But in 2022, uh, this particular element happening. So um, you've, you've got quite a, quite a few instances of recent. Was, was 2022 something out of the ordinary or was it back to the norm of, of, of you know, pre the coup days? And so, you know, the little bit of honeymoon that might have been expected, the little bit of honeymoon that 
you know, that we might have seen was 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 somewhat, you know, um, in 2022 was was somewhat destroyed. And I'm just talking about Zimbabwe because the instances there now that I'm relating to are Zimbabwe. Indeed, indeed, it's so sad that uh, uh, we still witness uh, such a high number of attacks of journalists, especially in this uh, past year where we mm. were commemorating the UN 10th anniversary of uh, uh, safety and security of journalists, yeah. uh, the action plan, uh, which was aimed at ending impunity on attacks and arrests of journalists. Mm. Um, surprisingly, in Zimbabwe in 2022, yeah. we, as MISA, we, we recorded 32 cases uh, of journalists, 36 cases mm. uh, of journalists being harassed, attacked, uh, intimidated, uh, and all other forms of isms. Mm. Um, this was uh, a bit concerning because it was a pre-election season mm. uh, compared to 2018, for example, the year of the election where we recorded 32 cases. Mm. So the entire year of election in 2018, there were 32 cases. Mm. Uh, and um, bulk of those attacks coming post the results being announced. Mm. So prior to the announcement of results, we had uh, six cases in 2018. But by end of that year, soon after the, the elections uh, results are announced, we see a spike in the number of, uh, of, of, of those violations all the way to 32. Uh, and last year was also significant because we had a mini general election in the form of by-elections. Yeah. Uh, that took place in March, mm-hmm. uh, and, and and that's where the bulk of uh, the incidences took place, uh, which is a, a worrying sign. Now, if you come to 2023, the year mm. of our Lord of Elections mm-hmm. in August, um, and on the 23rd, yeah. uh, we have recorded thus far, uh, to as of today, mm. uh, we have recorded 11 cases. Um, Ele- how many cases? Eleven cases. Eleven cases. Right. A significantly high compared to last year. Uh, this time last year, where we had recorded six. Okay. Uh, and uh, and uh, post elections, uh, then the post results, which we saw a spike in the number of those uh, arrests, assaults, uh, and and all other forms of intimidation uh, that comes with the, with the terrain. Uh, and uh, in this case, you have highlighted uh, a significant uh, uh, case that happened recently in Bulawayo mm-hmm. uh, of three journalists, um, Anastasia of of, uh, of uh, Voice of America, Paminas mm-hmm. uh, Tuso and Lungi Elonlovu, yeah. uh, being uh, assaulted by members of the ruling party uh, in, 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 the, in, the, in the second capital of, of Zimbabwe. Uh, and what was worrying specifically was... Uh, uh, the case of Anastasia and Love, which also included uh, sexual attacks in terms of uh, manhandling uh, uh, by a group of uh, uh, male attackers, manhandling mm. uh, in daylight mm. uh, and uh, smacking her uh, all over uh, and, and, and breaking her uh, gadgets of uh, the trend. Mm. Uh, these, these are some of the challenges which we are seeing uh, journalists literally reporting in the line of fire. Mm. Let's 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 look at Zimbabwe and where Zimbabwe is, and then I want to I want to ask you about the regional 
the regional, uh, you know, uh, characteristics. So um, in, in Zimbabwe, after the coup, uh, Zimbabwe, more or less, you know, 13th, 13th on the on the um, um, the press, the World Press Freedom Index of Reporters Without Borders. So, so you you have them more or less thirteenth, and that's seven places lower than they would have been before, where where in a, in a time when Robert Mugabe was in charge. So when I when I look at them, one one hundred and thirty seventh placed, seven places below that, one hundred and thirty seventh placed, seven places below the Robert Mugabe time, which which says there's a downward trend for me. So so that's, that's so that's Zimbabwe. Um, Indeed. Yeah. So what what are we looking at if you gave me a a regional perspective? Because um, I think some of the reports that I want to also just look at, in in essence, talk to Tanzania, you know, Zambia, Eswatini, Namibia and Lesotho, also looking at cybersecurity laws. Uh, so so what is the region? What does Southern Africa look like? In essence, let's let's park Zimbabwe for a little bit because we'll get to the election there and we'll talk specifically to that. But in the region, in essence, um, Zimbabwe is ranked 137th. Do we, do you know, are the other countries looking anything better or are they somewhere grouped in the same place? Yeah, the region is a mixed grill and uh, it has recorded, uh, uh, unfortunately, gains and losses in this uh uh, recent past and mm. um uh, what is uh, striking is that uh it's an election heavy schedule mm. for the region uh, in this uh next um uh, 24 months mm. Mm. um starting with this year with the four countries headed for elections that is zimbabwe drc uh, Madagascar, the first round for the presidential election, and mm. Eswatini, uh, the constituency elections, which would then instruct uh, the formation of the of the of the government. Mm. Uh, and and to us, that is a, a telling sign. If you look at these three uh, for the year twenty, of these four for the year twenty twenty three, three of them are already stubborn of um, acts of. Uh, shutting down the internet uh, and in, mm. in the previous past of their experiences. That is DRC, uh, Zimbabwe. Uh, Zimbabwe in 2019 shut down the internet for a week after mm. protests broke out. Eswatini in 2021 shut down the internet twice in March and in October as the protests uh, 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 broke out in, in, in Babane and countrywide. Same mm. uh, for Madagascar. Um, mm, mm. Uh, which has not yet shut down the internet, and and if you look at next year, which is uh, uh, 2024, that's a nightmare for the region, as you will see that we have got seven general elections, general elections mm. in certain instances, uh, parliamentary elections uh, constituting the power for seven countries, including South Africa, mm, which is mm. the economic powerhouse. Uh, and uh, all the way Mozambique, uh, Malawi, Namibia, uh, all the way it's a it's a it's a, it's a whole cocktail of elections. And yeah. by their nature, elections present uh, electoral-related pressures on media mm. uh, and expression. Uh, and and if you now look at the rankings, our main worry in the region uh, is Botswana, 
Um, Botswana is like a, a democracy run, uh, that has run amok, mm-hmm. um, which has been one of the shining examples indeed in the region for some time yeah. until recently. So in 2022, um, the Botswana was uh, was was ranked at number 35 in mm-hmm. the global index and and, and 38 and and in in 2020 uh, that's 2021 2022 it fell to uh to 95 a record 57 points uh, sliding mm-hmm. uh, the highest ever recorded by a southern african country and mm-hmm. and and for us that was a serious challenge and then recently only recently uh, we are talking of two days ago. Mm. Uh, we recorded uh, a case of uh, the uh, the Directorate of Intelligence and Security Services uh, raiding the newsroom uh, of MIGI newspaper when they were busy trying to meet the deadline, arresting the editor and the senior reporter. Um, and, and in a country which does not have whistleblower protection laws and, and access to information laws, it prevents and exposes uh, the, the sources of, 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 of journalists uh, at great risk. And, and by its nature, the soul and essence of journalism will be uh, uh, at stake. But you have mm. also uh, countries that have remained, uh, you know, retained some, some progressive steps and maintained some uh, stature over the period of time. That is Namibia. Mm. Uh, that is uh, maintained either number one or number two at glo- at, at African level mm. uh, in terms of rankings, which which maintains which gives us a bit of hope mm. in terms of benchmarks in terms of uh, comparison. South Africa has been uh, falling on on uh, or maintaining at a single point rate, uh, either falling or, or gaining. Mm. Uh, the most disturbances being uh, the the period when the the violence broke out, uh, leading to the looting, and, mm. and, and the press was attacked heavily, mm. uh, which mm. compromised its standing at regional. But we, we have recorded positive gains in Zambia, mm. um, which is positive incrementally for the past three years, uh, gaining points uh, on the global ranking, mm. uh, while uh, Lesotho, for the first time in history, uh, is calmer, save for the period uh, this year with the shooting of... Uh, yeah, that uh, one that one journalist. Yeah, mm. yes, which 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 we uh, we understand by now. Mm. Uh, there has been uh, some suspects that have been arraigned mm. before the court. Uh, so we 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 have a mixed grill, uh, and, and 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 Tanzania, which has been on a free flow uh, in the era of Magufuli, has found its new stature in terms of uh, opening, you know, previously closed media houses and and, and, and and gaining a bit of positive steps mm-hmm. uh, upwards uh, and, and so forth. So it's a, it's a bit of a mixed degree. Uh, sure. and, and, and we would have hoped that uh, by now Southern Africa being a country which is not prone to too many coups and other forms of uh, uh, constitutional challenges, mm-hmm. its media development could have been gone some steps further compared to those countries that are insecure circumstances due to mm. the political circumstances. Dr. Moyo, I'm, I, I want to get on to some other of the aspects, but I'm, but I'm really, really keen on your analysis on, on what's going on in Botswana because uh, you, you're so right. Botswana has always been that, that, that sort of solid, solid democratic country in, in the region and, and almost in, not impacted by anything else that's happening. 
And so when there are disturbances anywhere else, Botswana has, you know, remained solid in the sense of its currency, solid in the sense of its government, solid in, 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 in respect to, you know, various other aspects. What, 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 do, you, what do you put the, the, the elements of, of a slide in, in Botswana to? Well, I think uh, I think it's, it's it's all boiling down to the uh, everything rise and fall with the quality of leadership uh, that is uh, presiding over issues at any given time. Mm. Uh, and, and our thinking is that uh, when leadership decides to uphold certain values and principles, mm. uh, it it then molds society in that direction. Uh, but if leadership is insecure, leadership is uh, believing to be facing an existential threat, mm. uh, it, it behaves in a narrow and uh, inward-looking uh, approach, which then compromises uh, the entire architecture upon which society is predicated on. Mm. Uh, and this has been the case with Botswana, um, starting with the attempts at coming up with uh, uh, criminal evidence procedures uh, being amended that would compromise the security and uh, and uh, privacy of persons in the country, mm. um, uh, hiding under the the, the financial task flow uh, task force uh, provisions of creating fears and 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 proposing such a dangerous law, uh, which of course we we we, we engaged the the administration in Botswana. Uh, and highlighted the dangers it will impose on the country. Mm. Uh, so above that, the, 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 the quest uh, to be omnipresent. You see, Botswana's media structure is to the effect that the government is the business in itself. Mm. So if the media is not uh, singing the songs and the soul of the government, mm. Uh, the government punishes the media by withholding adverts mm, mm. uh, and ensuring that it is left in the sun to dry. Uh, and to this end, we, we, we have seen that trend that uh, if you do not tow the line, uh, you are exposed to that existential threat as the media. Uh, but also during COVID-19 pandemic, uh, the increased attacks uh, on, on journalists was pronounced. Say that the, the Toronto lab, uh, in December 2020, the the, the, the research uh, company based in 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 in, in, in Canada mm. uh, released a list of uh, governments that were employing surveillance uh, software uh, uh, and who were clients of of the Israeli government. The software called Secos mm. um, from the Israelis, and and the three in Southern Africa were Zimbabwe, Zambia, and Botswana. Uh, which which is a category that you don't want to fall into uh, mm. if you are a nation that uh, prides itself uh, as the doyen and above all the benchmark uh, in terms of uh, the direction that you set uh, pertaining to the the human rights record and how you relate to your to your citizens uh, the strength of your economy and and to, for for some time that perception. Uh, was 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 held high that Botswana is immune mm, uh, mm. to 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 violating human rights, uh, to to undermining press freedom, uh, and this has regressed. And and to, to us, this is said: uh, if it doesn't break this fall, if it doesn't deliberately break it, mm. um, very soon we'll be having a challenge of uh, 
analyzing Botswana and the categories of uh, uh, your Zimbabwe, your Eswatini, mm. uh, you know, your, your Tanzania of Mangofuli, uh, which which is a very sad situation because we'll be uh, running out of options. There was a situation some time ago when we could uh, benchmark South Africa uh, in terms of uh, media freedom performance. Mm. Mm. Uh, you could say that in terms of state broadcasting, this is the example uh, in terms of uh, how you relate to the journalists, this is an example. Mm. But over time, this was undermined. Why? Because leadership changes also presented new challenges mm. uh, that uh, that that shook uh, the foundations, uh, which were so di- which were so profound in terms of how the society was decided defined. Mm. Let me. Let me, let me get to something that was really interesting that you mentioned. You mentioned um, earlier on how a lot of countries over the next 24 months will be going into elections and some of them presidential and some of them very, very, uh, you know, contested elections in as much as we will also be going through through that particular space. And and when when I talk of the South African space, there are various dynamics in that in that regard too that will impact you know what you talk of quality of leadership and 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 you know um at some point south africa was was either falling or maintaining you know but staying pretty average and now you're talking about you know watching watching some demise and some concern about south africa as well let's go to an issue that you you that you raised a little earlier on and you said we we see violence uh, against journalists, we see crackdowns against journalists, we see intimidation against journalists pretty much pre an election or pretty much you know at the height of 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 these particular kind of events and over the next twenty four months uh, we'll be going through a lot of that in 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 the Sadek region here. but then you also said there's also a an alarming aspect of post election you know, intimidation, post-election threats, post-election, you know, violations against journalists. Um, what, 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 what is the t- determination for, for that particular aspect? You know, I've, I understand the pre-election, uh, you know, um, violence and intimidation, the, the, the post-election. Election, um, what, what, is, what is that all about? How do you, what, what do you read into that? Well, I think I think um, uh, the bulk of our 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 society uh, societal issues are in the region is is defined in a way that uh, shows that uh, our respective uh, countries, uh, save for a few, uh, once the results are announced, mm. uh, the, the 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 society itself is 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 enter into a new. A trajectory of disputed results. Mm. Um, and, and okay. It's not even made better because of the state of institutions, mm. uh, such as the courts, um, which which then uh, will erupt into different dimensions. Uh, just uh, to benchmark uh, Southern Africa with East Africa, uh, look what happened with Kenya. Look what mm. happened with Nigeria. Mm. Uh, and, and this is increasingly becoming the norm that once an election is conducted post its purpose, mm. uh, the contestants, uh, either someone is uh, triumphant, someone is despondent. And, and because our society, by its nature, uh, as the region, uh, is polarized, uh, you have uh, 
two people in different directions, save for different mechanisms like uh, the South African context, where it's not winner take it all, uh, where it's proportionate in mm. terms of uh, the number of votes. Uh, going to different political players in the system, mm. uh, thereby in a way giving some hope uh, for for co-governance. Uh, mm. In in the bulk of these countries, once you lose, you lose everything, uh, mm. and you're out of the system. And your best approach in terms of keeping your relevance as a political player is to maintain the tax high mm. uh, in terms of uh, your concerns, your issues, and 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 the the challenges being that. Uh, the bulk of these elections are not run properly. It's like a, a regression in terms of election management mm. uh, bodies. Uh, the way they conduct themselves, the way they relate with the opposition, uh, and the way they treat the media. Uh, all, all, it's like a cycle continuously be in motion. That once you are done with the voting results are out, mm. a new level of insecurity uh, is triggered into motion. and And that's where the danger arises. You take a country like DRC, mm. uh, the biggest in terms of geo uh, polit- geo spread uh, in the in the in the sub-Saharan Africa. No other country is biggest that one. And if a dispute arises post an election, uh, issues of security and stability will be at the center uh, of that country's existence. And that's where you see journalists being caught in the line of fire, being under siege. Uh, at Misa for some time, um, soon after the the wave of a new national nationalist government coming into office, mm. we ran a campaign called Do Not Shoot the Messenger, mm. uh, specifically because of the occurrences that were happening in Lesotho, in Mozambique, in Eswatini, uh, of, 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 of aggrieved parties, uh, specifically from the security sector, storming into the newsroom in Zambia. And just shooting a journalist while he's doing, he or she is doing their work. Mm. And, and to us, this is a major challenge uh, that we are saying that uh, within the electoral cycle, there is need for uh, the stakeholders to engage themselves with a level of responsibility, mm. a level of uh, uh, collective responsibility that the nation should proceed to exist post an election. And, and it must exist through consensus rather than through this winner-takes-it-all uh, mindset. And the second issue is that uh, at regional level, uh, we are regional and continentally, I think the, mm. we are at our weakest mm. in terms of leadership. Um, if, you, if you look in Southern Africa, uh, the expectations of progression, first they're still best. Look what happened with uh, Malawi, with the possibility of change coming, the winds of change, uh, and the emergence of President Chakwera in South Africa, the winds of change, emergence of President Ramaphosa, Zimbabwe, the winds of change, President Mnangagwa. Uh, all these point to you that uh, leadership is in regression when mm. we need it to be in progression uh, rather than uh, uh, facing the challenges of fragmentation. We need a leadership that can command a consolidation strategy and allow the citizens of the region uh, to to enjoy broad-based economic uh, pro, uh, progress uh, and a, a, a unity uh, in terms of uh, peace and stability. So, so doctor, having having said all of that, and and having also spoken to you know the socio-economic, political, you know aspects of of the region and how those 
impact then on the work of a newsroom, the you know the work of 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 media organisations and watchdogs and all of these, and and you've painted a pretty grim picture, which is which is pretty you know tr- a true reflection of what's going on, and and in South Africa we also see you know a ruling party that's you know that's on the demise with with the numbers, and we're talking about under fifty percent next year. So in all of that, and you talking about those, how those particular impact on the journalistic space, having said all of that, it can only mean that it's going to get harder and harder, even for journalists in South Africa uh, and, and for journalists in all of these Southern African countries, because as soon as a political party who is maybe a ruling political party finds that its demise means also the demise and the loss of power. Uh, the stakes, the stakes are pretty high, and the stakes for journalists are pretty high. The stakes for 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 them are pretty high. The stakes of being out of power are pretty high, and they understand all of that. And and sometimes they will fight to the death for that, and to the death of journalists, and sometimes to the death of themselves also. So you you've painted a picture for me of of things are only going to get worse because even here at home where where I'm looking at a ruling party and I'm hoping that we get to a democracy one day where when you are ultimately you know voted out of power the exchange happens in a free and fair way and I'm hoping that happens if ever the day should emerge in South Africa that that would happen here as well and that we would not have what's going on in some of these other countries where we see either you know uh, social rife and 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 instability but the picture you've painted is not a is not a good one then uh it's it's so sad it's so sad and uh within this context uh, i think uh, the, the the biggest challenge for the media uh is to firstly build a strong uh, you know to 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 actually break the 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 approach of being inward looking mm. uh the media should then start galvanizing and organizing uh, across borders, at continental level, at regional level. Dr. Tabani, how do you, Dr. Tabani, how do you do that? How do you do that when, you know, some countries show absolutely no regard for for that? You know, I mean, in in Zimbabwe, we've we've, for example, seen that, you know, even even though we had sanctions, what was it in two thousand and three, and those sanctions were geared at at senior members of the of of the ruling party and you know it was the time of Robert Mugabe and we've got a a different leader now um in 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 that particular country but despite all of those particular pressures and you know whether sanctions are good or sanctions are bad and whether they apply to Zimbabwe or they don't apply to Zimbabwe ultimately what you what you've seen is you've seen when a political party is in trouble you have seen absolute disregard for what you're talking about, whether, you know, there are international bodies. In Zimbabwe, for example, we've got something called the Zimbabwe National Editors Forum. We've got a, you know, Senec here, which, which, which I could argue, you know, does its work or doesn't do its work. We've got the Zimbabwe Media Commission. You've got the Media Institute of Southern Africa, uh, International Freedom of Expression Exchange also. Uh, so some of the regional bodies are there, and I can go on to name a lot of them. But when, I, when a political party is about to lose power, 
and it's heading pre into an election and also then post that election, it does not concern itself with with anything or you know to the extent of how impactful those journalistic bodies are. Um, indeed, it, it, it does what it needs to do to stay in power. Indeed, but uh, exactly my point in that uh, if, if 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 the journalists of a given country are, are are cut out from mm. the from the global continental regional global picture mm. uh, chances are that uh, the levels of self censorship and the implications of crackdown mm. uh, will be localized but if uh, journalists uh, hold uh, the 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 notion of uh, true solidarity high up there to say when these challenges emerge in south africa our colleagues who are not in the each of the moment at that moment mm. can speak up, take up the issues, uh, present them in different fora, uh, keep them alive as an agenda item. Mm. Uh, these regimes, when they are not uh, uh, facing scrutiny in spaces which matters, and they know that the issue is localized, it can end in local stage, mm. then that's where the scorch has happened. Uh, and whenever there is systematic organizing, by the journalists, by the bodies that are standing for the rights of the journalists, mm. by the various activists on expression. It has given life to issues that were otherwise not going to uh, have a long uh, stretch in terms of maintaining the agenda item. For example, the issue of uh, the arrest uh, of uh, the, the editor, uh, Ryder Gabachus uh, in, in, in Botswana mm. three days ago in Innocence. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the pressure that happened within these past three days, mm. the, 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 the Directorate of Intelligence and, 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 uh, and Security Services has actually issued a statement to say, no, 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 though we had uh, tried to implement the law, Mm. We have gone overboard in the way we have done it, and the perception has been created that we are targeting the media. Mm. We would like the various stakeholders to appreciate our process. This can only happen when they Mm. realize Mm. that they Mm. are actors somewhere Mm. who are keeping the pressures alive. Mm. So imagine. And that there are consequences, and there are global consequences. You see, you Mm. see. There was a period when uh, 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 Mr. Botswana. Uh, went for an election, and, and surprisingly, we are talking about uh, how Botswana fell from uh, glory to to uh, to, to grass. Mm. Uh, he, and, and Mr. Botswana was going for elections, and the ruling party candidate, uh, director of information, came to say, I want to contest as the chairperson of MISA. <laughs> it was only when IFEX uh, and Global Forum for Media Development Mm. Uh, wrote to President Masisi to say, what the hell is this now? Mm. That's when they, they, they could uh, you know, stop the shenanigans uh, and let go the process. Mm. So that sense of solidarity is key. That's the first one. The second one is collaboration among uh, uh, the, the various players in the ecosystem. Mm. Uh, the, 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 the essence of writing news now, especially emerging from the uh, challenges of COVID where the media is trained, mm. uh, presents a situation where there is much need for collaboration among newsrooms. Mm. That story can no, no longer be written by newsroom or a single newsroom uh, and, and, and has that greater impact. You saw the story of Angola, how multiple journalists across the globe and across the continent broke the Angolan story. Uh, in, in terms of the the Dos Santos legacy mm. uh, and, and the pillaging of the of the national economy, 
that that is another frontier that is uh, readily available for the media to galvanize and write on on collective storytelling uh, and breaking the stories together. The the the, the third one is that within this uh, uh, fragmented world, mm. uh, the regional leaders are moving uh, through a consolidated strategy. Uh, in, in August of, uh, of 2020 in Maputo, they made the resolution that they are going to increase uh, the levels of surveillance online. Mm. Uh, and this is a member state's approach. And you saw the sprouting mm. uh, of surveillance laws and, and cyber security laws across the region. So it means that they themselves, the ruling elite, are organized in terms of the intention, and then the, the need for the various players within the. In fact, those, uh, in fact, in fact, those players, Zambia, Eswatini, Tanzania, and also Namibia and Lesotho, are also finalizing those particular things. And we've looked at South Africa as well, and 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 you know, there's there's some unhealthy conversations happening in that space. So you're absolutely right in in that Indeed. particular regard. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Doc. Yeah. You know. Are there instances, you know, and we talk about media freedom and media liberties and and hands off the media and and protection of media and all of the rights that go on to the media space. Do you you also acknowledge that, you know, at some point and sometimes and and that that even even with all institutions and, and, and people within institutions, that there are instances sometimes where one does break the law. One 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 does go too far. One does just stretch something, you know, uh, a little further than you should have, and and that that put those particular instances need to be dealt with separately from from looking at you know a a, a general conversation about where the media should be, where press where press freedom should be, and and all of those instances. You do you do you agree that? There are instances where, where you know, media media does 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 push push the envelope and sometimes you know goes a little further and beyond that that which they should. Indeed, indeed, indeed. That's that's uh, that's uh, that's a, 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 a probably a common practice globally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but our approach is to say when that happens, uh, allow for professional mechanisms to kick in first. Mm. So that they self-correct, uh, and 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 that gives the industry the much-needed gravity in terms of uh, responding to the challenge. Mm. Um, we 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 had a situation in Lesotho for some time where uh, elections will present, uh, you know, you know, some uh, challenges in terms of ethical uh, reportage, and and we pushed through uh, with Mr. Lesotho and came up with uh, what we called the media pledge. Mm. Uh, and the media pledge was the media saying we commit to uphold the highest ethical standards in in, in covering this election. Mm. And this was endorsed by political parties, by the constitutional bodies, by the various statutory bodies, and they went countrywide with that message. Mm. And what we saw in the outcome of the coverage of the Lesotho election was like none other before. Mm. A, a fairly acceptable standard that this was a job really well done with without um uh, you know the challenges of yesteryear changing mm. it mm. Uh, and that that is the approach that we believe in that uh, if you give the media the responsibility they mm. should also account for that responsibility mm. uh, to say that uh, we we have this bigger uh, mandate to keep society informed
Mm. But where we are, we if we pro, we if we violate this level uh, of ethical lines, these are the consequences. This is how you respond to it. This is how you self-correct. This is mm. how you generate trust uh, mm. among the audience. So there is that that actually the the first line of defense mm. when you are a journalist is to uphold the highest uh, levels and of ethical reportage. Mm. Dr. Tabani Moyo, I'm going to say thank you so much for joining me here tonight. So I've got so many more questions, which just means that the closer we get, of course, to that election date of the 23rd of August, uh, these kind of conversations in Zimbabwe now I'm talking about, but also, as you've pointed out and through to through 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 to, um, you know, how it's going to work out over the next 24 months uh, in, in the Southern Africa region, a lot of countries are going to go to elections and general elections, local government elections, but particularly through, you know, presidential elections, general elections. So, so um, I think me and you, uh, Tobani Moyo, will be having a lot of conversations just about the space of journalism uh, and the impact organizations like yours do, the Media Institute of Southern Africa and also the International Freedom of Expression Exchange and how particularly when um, you answer the question of as as there is a demise in the democratic space and where people and political parties do feel suddenly threatened with their numbers on the decline, the, they tend to lean more and more on the media space. So thank you so much, sir, for the conversation oh, tonight. You. It is much appreciated. Oh, thank you for giving us an opportunity. As we said, that we really value Power FM as this public square of intellectual discourse. Dr. Dobani Moyo, of course, Mvurui, um, Zimbabwe, Regional Director of the Media Institute of Southern Africa, MISA, and a member of the African Freedom of Expression Exchange, and that's IFEX. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.